0: Yes, yes, yes. You have tuned in to Renew My Revolution Podcast with your host, Michelle Cook-Hall. Today's podcast is brought to you by Faith versus Fear, Breaking Family Ties, which can be found and available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. This podcast is designed with you in mind to remind you that you can always click that reset button and start all over again it's never too late to be great so now i want you to sit back i want you to relax i want you to clear your mind take in that deep breath prepare yourself for change as we listen in on a new mind revolution podcast with your host michelle cook hall let's go Welcome, welcome, welcome to Renew Mind Revolution Podcast, and I am your host, Michelle Cook Hall. Welcome back, you guys. Welcome back. It is always my honor and my pleasure, I love to say that because it's true, to come on and share some tips and some tools with you that I know will assist you in becoming a better you. If this is your first time, you have never heard this podcast before, let me personally welcome you. Let me thank you for tuning in on today. Um, Let me tell you a little bit about this podcast very briefly. This podcast is a tool, okay? I look at it as a tool. Um, It's somewhere that you can come, you can listen, you can relax. There's no judgment here. Um, There's just information here that's going to help you to become the better you, the best that you can become. Um, And it's a continual process, nothing that happens overnight. It might not even happen in a year. It might not even happen in two years. But there is a consistency in this process. And it's about being persistent and being intentional. That's a word that we use a lot here on this podcast is the word intentional. Because our progress, our health, our success is intentional. Okay, So we use it a lot here. But this podcast is just designed for you. In mind those who are um, in a place where you might need a pick-me-up you might need a reminder you might need um, someone to encourage you someone to uh, empower you and let you know that number one you're not alone um, number two Uh, This is not a unique case that you're in. Although when we're in something, we feel like it's a unique case and that, you know, no one else has ever experienced this or gone through this before. We go through all of that thinking that, but that's not a fact. You are not a unique case. Someone else is dealing with something just like you or maybe even worse. So that takes away the isolation. Okay, because in this uh, podcast, uh, I teach that, you know, isolation is very dangerous. Isolation is very dangerous when we left to our own uh, thinking of thinking that we are alone, that no one else is going through what we're going through. Nobody understands that becomes a dangerous ground especially thinking that no one understands, right? No one gets it. No one has been here before. No one has had to deal with what I've dealt with, right? It becomes a very dangerous spot. So I try to uh, touch as much as I can on these certain areas so that you don't feel that you're the only one. And this is an isolated case. I want to make sure that that is uh, something that you don't believe in, something that you don't take Um, into your, you know, your thinking because it's not true. Um, This podcast, we deal with those who are suffering, um, those who are dealing with different mental health challenges, depression, anxiety. We deal with that a lot because we see that it is something that is um, very relevant in these days and these times. So we definitely deal with those topics. And we deal with uh, the issues that's happening right now in our world. Um, the different challenges as a community that we are facing and that we're dealing with that we're kind of forced into, right? We didn't ask for it. That's how life is. You didn't ask for it. You didn't want it, but it comes, right? And so that's what we talk about here on this podcast. How do we adapt, change if we can, but if we can't change, how do we adapt how do we maintain our peace, um, our happiness, our joy in the midst of these envir- in these different environments? So if I had to uh, put some type of title to the podcast, I would probably say it's about balance. Balance. I, I believe in balance. Finding a balance in, in our lives all together. So that's what this is about. And if that's something that you're interested in, then you tune into the right place today this is for you today if this sounds interesting to you then then let's go okay so today today ladies and gentlemen i was thinking going back to uh the title of this podcast right Uh, renewed mind but if i had to put it in a category right i said i would put it under balance right so i was thinking about the word breathe breathe b-r-e-a-t-h-e breathe right what's so uh funny about that is that you know it is a natural thing that we do without even paying attention right you're breathing constantly constantly and you're not really paying attention um, to how many breaths you're taking Or what your breathing is like The only time that you might focus on your breathing Is like um, if you're in Lamaze class Preparing for childbirth Or if you're delivering a baby You begin to pay attention to your breathing You have breathing techniques And for those who have uh, suffered from anxiety One of the coping uh, mechanisms um, is breathing. It's a breathing technique, right? I think is you, um, I said it, I've shared this before, but I believe it's, you You know, you take this deep breath in, you hold your breath, but the, the purpose is to exhale more breath out than you probably have taken in. So you do this for so long, so many times it's supposed to help to calm you, to relax you. If you're in the middle of, um, a panic attack or having an anxious moment, right? So I was thinking about that word, uh, breathe, today. Breathe. We know people have trouble with their breathing. And, um, you know, I grew up with someone who breathing was a challenge. Her oxygen level was low. And so she had to wear oxygen machines. Right. So oxygen is extremely important. Right. We need that to breathe. And because she had issues with her breathing, she needed help. She needed help with that because her body was not, you know, providing enough oxygen. Her oxygen level was low. OK. And so um, I'm aware of the trauma that comes with someone who is not able to breathe or cannot breathe. Um, one of the things I noticed is that when I was uh, giving birth, um, I, in, in, in immense pain, what I do is hold my breath. Didn't know I was doing that. But the doctors and nurses can see my oxygen level going down. So what do they do? They give me oxygen. Now, they don't tell me stop pushing. They don't say anything to me. Just automatically, they grab the oxygen, put it in my face, and I'm, I'm still in the process of delivery, right? But what was significant about that moment was that I had stopped breathing, right, to the point that my oxygen level was was lowering, and I didn't even recognize that I had stopped breathing you know, that my breathing had, I didn't stop breathing altogether, but my breathing had become compromised. Can I say that? I was holding my breath, right? I was taking probably shorter breaths, right? I was doing things that compromised my breathing. I'm going to bring this all together, you guys, you know, I will, but those who I knew just sit back for the ride. I'm going to do it. (laughs) I'm going to bring this all together. So, what, what was, what was amazing about this process is though, I didn't know that I wasn't breathing properly. I didn't know that my breathing was being compromised, but those who can watch it and those who were sitting to the side and watching the monitors, they can see something was wrong. Something was different. Something was changed. Um, and, and, and it could, it could become a dangerous situation. Okay. So they, they supplement me just like my sister. There were, um moments where you know she was fine and didn't need her oxygen, but then there were scary moments where not only did she need her oxygen, but she needed to turn it up. Come on somebody. She needed to turn it up because she was struggling to take her deep breath to breathe. And so today I want to talk to you about being intentional and being mindful of taking a deep breath paying attention to the moments in life that get you tense, the moments in life that stress you, the moments in life that can what take your breath away. And we we have shared a thousand times on this podcast, one of the things that took my breath away was grief. I had so much uh, grief in my life. There's so many losses, right? And so because of that, it took my what breath away. So it's about being mindful of your breathing, being mindful of what comes in your life and how are you handling it? Are you doing as I did on that table and hold my breath and not recognizing that I'm holding my breath? That I'm, I'm compromising my health. I'm compromising my welfare. I'm compromising the success of this delivery because I'm holding my breath. You know, are you holding your breath? Are you forgetting to breathe? To take that moment of, of tranquility and just breathe. Like, so many things come in our day. I mean, so, you guys... I'm a witness. So many things comes in our day, right? And just when you thought, you know, like, okay, I got this taken care of. Here's something else, right? Because that's how life is. We don't cry over that. Life is just like that. Just keeps, It will keep dealing things to you, dealing things to you. But it's not that we can control that. What we can control is what our response to it. Right. And so my question is, are you controlling it, you know, in a healthy way? Are you managing it in a healthy way? We can't control the things that come to us, but we should have self-control. And that's the control that I'm talking about. We should have some form of self-control. So I'm asking you today. Are you breathing? Think about it. Are you braced? Have you braced yourself for that next round of pain, that next round of trauma, that next round of, hey, comes some bad news? You know, have you just been bracing yourself, holding your breath? Because as the contractions come, right? A mother braces herself. She braces. And in and, and response, you're supposed to practice these breathing techniques, right? You know, sometimes we forget right we forget how to breathe in the midst of such pain and so we start bracing ourselves for it and then that's when they have to come and and give you oxygen because you've you've been bracing you've you've held your breath bracing for this pain that is coming and so I'm asking you are you doing that are you on the edge of your seat bracing yourself Are you just sitting by and waiting and and thinking and and overthinking and bracing yourself and, and forgot how to breathe? Or are you being intentional about breathing? See, I realize that you and I cannot be everything to everybody. We just can't. We can't. You know? And sometimes we we take that on trying to, you know, handle this, handle that, handle this, handle that. You know, especially those who are managing families, it can be be extremely, um, you know, difficult to balance if you're doing it right. Now, for those, if you found some type of master plan that I don't know about, please feel free to email me and share it because I've been doing this for a long time, okay? And it's it's challenging. It's challenging because you have people in your life who want a piece of you. Everybody do. You have small kids who want a piece of you. You have adult kids, they want a piece of you. You have a spouse, they want a piece of you. You have other relationships with families and friends. It's everybody wants, and then your obligations, right? Your obligations to your work and all their careers. And if you're an entrepreneur, everybody, wants a piece of you right so how are you handling that right and then on top of all of that on top of everybody want a piece of you everybody pulling on you everybody expecting you to be everything to them you have to maintain your own physical mental and emotional strengths and health right you have to maintain that because how can you be For everybody if you're falling apart so there's a balance right that needs to be established my question is how are you handling that honestly to yourself how are you handling that are you taking a pause are you doing moments of reflection I believe in reflection I've been doing reflection my whole entire life no one had to tell me no one it's not a book that i read you know it's not anything it's just something that i've always put into practice it's it's a personality thing for me and i've always sat back and be and look over you know my day or my week or my month and think about um you know what happened how can i prove that you know how can i do better those, For those that I love, those that I care about, all my obligations, or how I can do better for myself. And I think the how can I do better for myself came later on in life. The older that I got, that's when the wisdom started kicking in. You have to take care of yourself in order for you to be there for other people. But reflection is a good time to pause. Reflection is a good time to pause and begin to breathe. Take a deep breath and breathe. Um, As I talk to individuals that are younger than myself, you know, and I see the stress, I see the frustration, I see the, the, the fear and the nervousness over little things and even big things. I am I am reminded of what it was like for me at that age and at that time. And so I try my best to tell them at this point, before they allow it to become a monster in their lives, before they continue to practice this unhealthy behavior, I try to tell them now, listen, whatever it is, it will be there. Whatever it is, certain things you just can't change. It's not worth compromising your peace and your health. It's not worth it to compromise your peace and your health so breathe breathe if it's keeping it keeping you up at night you need to reevaluate it if it's you know keeping you from eating and taking care of your physical body because it's just constantly you know playing over and over again in your head reevaluate it do some reflection take that time and breathe suppressing things is not a healthy thing and I know a lot of people practice you know just pushing it down just pushing it down and as if it's gonna go away um but suppressing um you know things which is an act or uh of suppressing um the conscience Intentional exclusion from consciousness of a thought or a feeling. That's suppression, right? The conscious, the conscious intentionally, we talk about being intentional, okay? The conscious, intentional exclusion from consciousness of a thought or feeling. That's not healthy. We practice it. A lot of people practice doing that, but it's not healthy. It's not healthy. So, in order for the healing, which is in several of my podcasts. But in order for us to heal from different things in our lives, it has to be exposed. We have to get to the root of it. We have to, you know, reveal it, unveil it, all of that, you know, all those things. We have to do those things in order for us to begin to heal. But suppression is not what you want to do. Like I said, I've met uh, several people where that's what they do. They have suppressed it for years and they think that it's just gone. But the reality of it is the um, effects of it, the residue, which is the word that I love to use for everything, <laughs> the residue of it is coming out in other forms, in other ways in their life. You know, they're kind of wondering why, you know, this is like a pattern in their life, right? This behavior or this, this addiction or whatever it is, the pattern in their lives, And that simply can be a stem from them suppressing something, suppressing something else. So just, just not get, we're not going to get technical today, but just understanding that suppressing your feelings, suppressing your hurt, suppressing your guilt, suppressing your trauma, suppressing all these things are not healthy at all. And so, um. I've shared before on this podcast that if you need to speak to someone, if you need to share, if you need to get that out, if you need to get to the root of it and you need help, I suggest you to contact someone that you can trust, a spiritual advisor, um, pastoral care counseling, or even a therapist, psychologist, whatever you feel comfortable with. Whatever avenue you choose to take, take that avenue. And be good to yourself it's important to do that I don't care that you know let me let me let me get down to it I don't care that big mama didn't do it I don't care that you know your uncle your aunties your sisters your mother your father and your brother I don't care cousin third cousin removed don't don't believe in it and don't believe in seeking outside help and counsel that has nothing to do with you you know yourself and you know what you are able to handle and what you're not able to handle, and you can see the change in your personality or the change in your behavior before anybody else can. So be true to yourself. You know we are not, you know, designed to be a rock. You know we we're we're human beings. We're very uh, vulnerable in so many ways and fragile in so many ways. And the, the fact that, you know, people don't understand, you know, well, so-and-so, you know, they've gone through so much, but they're fine. You don't know what they're dealing with. You don't know what it's like to really be them. You only know what they're telling you. You know, they they might not be as good as you think that they are. But the point is we don't compare ourselves to other people. We don't compare our journeys to other people's journeys. We look at our own journey in our own life, and we make the, own, the best decision for us, right? And so... Like I said, I understand in our community, um, especially the African-American community, and especially in the, the church community, it is really, you know, not something that people like to talk about or or to actually follow through with, you know, getting help, outside help. Um, and I'm not going to even get into that today. But trust me and listen to me when I say If you need some help, if you need someone to talk to, if you need someone to work with you and go through these healthy steps to get you to be a better you. Because that's what it's all about. It's all about you becoming a better you. It's all about you um, taking care of yourself, making yourself a priority when it comes to your mental health, your physical health, and your emotional health. So do what you have to do for yourself. And don't apologize for it. You know, I, I say that often here be unapologetic about that because you take care of yourself and making the best decision for you regarding your health is your priority you cannot be um you know there for everybody if we're not there for ourselves and i i heard someone say a professional actually said a healthcare professional said you know our uh main goal is self reservation it's not selfish to want to take care of yourself and they say you know even in the uh, airplane when they uh you know teach you about the, the safety precautions of the airplane the first thing they say is when the oxygen mass drop down you don't take the oxygen and give it to the person next to you first thing you do is for yourself and then you know, you help somebody else, and why is that? That is because in order for me to be even able to help you, I gotta make sure that I'm taking care of me. I can't be there for you if I'm not gonna take care of myself. I can't support you if I'm not here to support you because I'm not taking care of myself. So it's it, it's a um, you know, it's it's a it's a challenging thing sometimes for some of us. I know for me, at one point. It was very difficult to think like that because we kind of been taught, you know, that's almost selfish, that's almost um, arrogant to think that way. Uh, but it's not. You have to take care of yourself. That's just common sense. We have to take care of ourselves. And as parents, mothers, I know it's, it's it can be very challenging to think about that because we always take care of our babies we all take care of our kids we always try to be there for our kids and, and 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 do you know put them first but the reality of it is that if i neglect me i can't be there for them okay amen i can't be there for them if i don't make sure that michelle is okay mentally physically and emotionally then i can't do anything for them okay and I'm gonna wrap this up with this. When I had my first son, um, you know, I got sick and I was, um, end up having uh, to have surgery. And I could not be there for him. And that broke my heart that I was not able to uh, be home with him. I wasn't long in the hospital or anything, but. Just even a couple of days was a huge I had family, you know, that took care of him. And I've called and checked or whatever, but it just wasn't the same. Because I wanted to be there. But the reality of it is if I'm not okay, then I can't be there for him. Okay. So if we're not okay, we can't be there for anybody else. So it's important that we be intentional about our health, intentional about um find a balance be intentional about breathing intentional about breathing so making sure that we're taking care of ourselves listen it has been wonderful as always I love talking to you guys and I love being able to come on here and share something that I know will help you and I know that this will help you hope it carry you on for the week thank you so much for your support thank you so much for your love thank you so much for uh just being who you are you know and even tuning in let me know that you are intentional about being a better version of yourself god bless you guys so much you have been listening to renew my revolution podcast with your host michelle kakal as always it has been my honor my pleasure to be on here with you today i look forward to our next meeting please remember i love you but most importantly god loves you more god bless